Hey everyone, and welcome to the Ladies Meeks Tech um, podcast. Thank you all for joining us. Today we are going to be talking about something that everybody loves, and that is food. Um, a lot of questions that we get from family members, from friends, um, from church friends, just really lots of people, they ask a lot of questions about food. Maybe what do we eat? What are weird things that we eat? Um, how is cooking different? What do Meeks Tech people eat? Just lots of different questions. And so I have Laura and Dodie here with me, and they're just going to share some of their experiences with these different questions. Um, and so, yeah, who would like to get us started today? Dodie, awesome. So Dodie, you can answer really any of them. What are some questions maybe that you have had from family members or um, just friends back in the States about food? I guess one of the main things is that people wonder, you know, what we are able to get and what we can't get here as far as just um, foods that we like or ingredients and things like that. And so um, we live in a village far away from a grocery store. Um, The closest grocery store is about two hours away, but it's not a big grocery store. And so um, some things we have to get in advance and plan way ahead. And we do that. Um, But even still, you know, sometimes it's hard to find certain things, even in those big grocery stores here in Mexico. And so um, I think we miss in general, just uh, ingredients like spices and soup mixes and cream of soup cans. And I don't know, just random things that are easy that are in a lot of recipes But here, when you're cooking, you can't just go run to the store and get that ingredient. You have to um, make it if you don't have it, or you have to improvise and and do it a different way. Um, And so, yeah, you know, really and truly, though, we have learned to adapt. And I don't think that um, there's an awful lot that we just have to go without. I think that there's those things that we miss, but it's not like... Um, you know, we can manage. There are lots of things that we can get here. And, and so, I don't know, you just kind of have to be creative and, and learn to use what you have. I would definitely agree. Um, I think the longer you go without, for example, if we are in community for a month and, you know, don't leave community to go to that next town over um, for that smaller grocery store, sometimes you just forget, um, you know, if you run out of peanut butter, well, you just do without for the next month, month and a half, however long, and you kind of forget um, until <laughs> until you are able to make it to the store and get more peanut butter. Sometimes I think about things even in the States that, you know, when I first moved, I was sad to not be able to have it or have access or it was harder to find, um, but the longer being without it, Um, so far removed. I honestly can't remember some of the things that I miss from the United States. And so that is true that we do eat and we eat well and probably a lot better off in some ways Um, because one of the big things that we don't have is as much junk food and snacks that we um, enjoy anyway. They do have snacks, but not not our favorites. And so that's definitely a sanctification thing. Um... Yeah, I, I'd love to have some Cool Ranch Doritos. <laughs> Want that, but they don't have that 
in Mexico. They have pizza Doritos. They have hot Doritos, which I have acquired a taste for. I'm surprised. Um, but yeah, like Dodie said, we, we just learned to either make it or do without it. And you, you know, you just, like you said, you just kind of end up forgetting. And um, it's funny when people say, what do you want from the States? You're like, I don't know. Let me think about that. And um, like I learned, I needed, uh, I wanted to make some freezer meals, which really helps. Um, uh, we have a deep freezer and we can go to a, a, a big town about eight hours away and bring a bunch of coolers and stock up on a bunch of stuff and I can come home and make a bunch of freezer meals that help me get get me through a, a couple of months and um, but I needed I wanted to make a casserole and I needed cream and chicken soup and, and you just can't you just can't find that and but I learned how to make it and it's actually probably better for us um, and I can make it a bunch at a time and freeze it and have it when I need it so yeah you just you just learn and God's grace is there even in food and I think something that's funny to think about um, you had mentioned you know the bigger store is about eight hours away for us seven to eight hours um, and that's where you can buy some things in bulk you can maybe get the extra special stuff like Dr. Pepper or a bigger bag of coffee or the cereal that you really love um, and I just think about, you know, if someone in the States, so I'm from Tennessee, if I planned with my parents a trip to go seven, eight hours away, well, we could make it to the beach or the mountains or halfway to Texas. Like, it's not normal to pack up coolers and drive seven hours to a grocery store so that you can buy cereal and ground beef and bigger jars of peanut butter. It's very odd. And just how far you really could make it in the States. Like that is a trip away with your friends or your family. It's to visit grandparents or, like I said, to go to mountains or the beach. Um, but for us, that is the grocery store. And so it's very interesting. Um, but do you all have any other any other experiences that you'd like to share about maybe how your cooking has changed or maybe even some of the things that you ladies have eaten here that are Meeks Tech Foods? I will say this one thing, though, that whenever you do, um, whenever you become used to not having something and then you find it somewhere, that's always so exciting. Um, Olivia and Laura have a friend that has a store here that's very unique, and she has some products that not every store here has. And one day I went there on purpose because I had heard that she might have some different things. And, and we had been looking even in the city for, um, it was, I think, um, onion powder and she had onion powder and I was like, and I just saw it and I was like, Oh my goodness, I'm going to get this. This is so amazing. (laughs) And it's just something like that, that, you know, you're like, Oh wow. That's, uh, you know, I wouldn't even think that to not have that, you know, but, um, but yeah, we hadn't been able to find it in a long time. We just, you know, not used it in our cooking, but she had it and I was so excited. I think I bought like two or three, but, um, and so anyway, yeah, it's just fun when you do find some random thing that you're not used to having that you get really excited. It's like a celebration. Today I saw Hershey's chocolate syrup in her store. Only one bottle. Mm-hmm. Don't know how much it was, but Were it looks two? delicious. Doesn't oh, matter. could have been two. I don't know, but it's like mm-hmm. a game to see what you can find, yeah. whether it's in community next town over or big city and she knows that too our friend that has that store we we go in and it's kind of a joke you know we're all just just mesmerized looking at everything and she laughs and the game is what is new and um i'm pretty good at it Uh so as far as um meese tech foods um 
the Mistake people eat pretty simple in a way. I mean, they eat a lot of um, broths, a lot of soups, um, and they will um, add meat whenever it's maybe a special occasion, but a lot of times they don't even have meat. It's vegetable soups or they have these um, natural greens that grow around and they call them kelites and they'll make these broths out of these with these vegetables. And so um, that's a, a very common Mistec meal is just different kinds of soups. But of course it is always spicy and it is always with tortillas. I mean, you cannot go a day without tortillas. You really can't even go a meal without tortillas. Um, and so whenever we're out and about in the community, you can pretty much guarantee it that you will be given tortillas and something spicy. And so I think that our palate has all um, been stretched and that we eat much spicier now than we did when we arrived. And we actually have gotten to where we crave it and we prefer it. And when we go back to the States, the spicy is not spicy anymore. And so um, we have, I think each of us tried to learn some, um, Mistec food or Mexican food, like maybe making our own salsa or, or different recipes. Um, I myself don't do a lot of Mistec food or Mexican food, like occasionally I will, but, um, that's something more that we get out. And so when we're at home, I, I cook more traditional American style, but, um, but anyway, does anyone have anything to add as far as Mistec food? I don't, but I do have something that I thought of that you can't find here easily is, uh, ironically, taco seasoning because the tacos in the United States are much different than the tacos here. And so that's something that we ask for when people come. Well, taco seasoning, because that's an easy thing. And so that is a special meal with our family We'll when we can go to the big city and get ground beef. We'll, uh, we'll, eat, we'll eat tacos and uh, American tacos and... And that's fun. Thank you. Um, so what maybe are, I don't know, I would say or ask, what is one of your least favorite things, Mixtec Mexican, that you have had to eat? And one of your favorite things that you have gotten to eat or have learned to prepare even in your home? Um, my least favorite things are the, I guess, meat if you call it meat, <laughs> the parts of animals that end up in these broths that we just don't, that aren't as appetizing, um, parts that are super fatty, you know, and chewy, or, um, just, you don't know what it is. Or if you guess, we think you might know what it is. You don't really want to eat that. And so that's definitely my least, um, that doesn't happen often, but it does happen on occasion. And, um, but yet for the most part, my family, we have grown to love, lots of Mexican food, um, tacos, authentic tacos of all kinds, um, enchiladas and tacos dorados is what they call them here. Um, they're like flautas that, that um, rolled up and fried, um, little tacos. And, um, they also have chilequiles, which is like chips with this salsa poured on top of it, but they serve it as a breakfast dish or a brunch dish where they have the um, they put shredded chicken on top of it. It's kind of like a nacho in a way, but it's different. It's more authentic. And, and so all of those things my girls love. And, and so, yeah. Yeah, I second that, duty. All, all of those things. Um, another thing my family likes is picaditas. Those are fun. It's just like a, a tortilla that's real small that has an edge around it. And you, I mean, 
it's really all kind of seems a lot alike, but yet at the same time, it's very diverse. And um, we've been told anyway. So, uh, yeah, it, um, it's just lettuce and beans, and you can put ham on it or whatever, and, and salsa and crema and, and whatever. So, um, yeah, I, I enjoy the Mexican food. I, I, I have acquired a taste for the, the spice. Um, I think I haven't been to the States in a couple of years, but when I go back, um, I think it will feel, I think it'll seem bland. So we'll see. Um, Olivia, what are some of your favorite? Oh, things I don't like. Um, yeah, the, the, the meat parts that you're not sure about, um, you know, getting a bowl of soup and you're not sure what, what part of bone that's from and, and things, um, uh, tamales. I liked the tamales. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like, I like most of it. They have this, um, this soup, like you were saying, Dodie, about how they make soups and broths and, and it's, it has pumpkin in it and I don't like it. It doesn't have a lot of flavor and it doesn't have a strong smell, but I just, something about it, it's hard. I can swallow it, but that's just what I, what's my aim. But, so I don't love that and they serve that a lot. Um, I would say I would probably third all of those things as far as the things that you ladies say your family's like. I love the spicy food. I enjoy tortillas and getting to eat tacos, especially Mexican tacos. So different. Those are the real deal. Um, I don't know. I guess things I don't like, I would agree. I struggle sometimes with the soups, with the diverse meats. Um, I would also say probably sometimes you can get like a, a juice or a drink. It's called an agua fresca. And so it's literally just, um, what is that? Like the juice of an orange or the juice of a cucumber with water. And for most of them, that's what it is. You can get watermelon, pineapple, lots of different flavors, um, and so I've gotten a juice before and they put this, it's called chamoy, chamoy sauce. And they like put the sauce around the rim and poured it into my cup and put some kind of spice powder on the edge of my cup. And so when I drank my delicious cucumber water, it had this, what I would describe it as a sweet and sour Asian sauce dripping all over me with some sort of powdery spicy thing and it got all in my drink and it was really gross and it made my fingers sticky and it turned my lips red and I was in the middle of the community drinking this and I was like oh thank you so much did not want that on my drink I just wanted the water um and so I would think that would be probably one of my least favorite things um maybe even like a fish or a shrimp soup I've been served that as well and I do love fish but I don't know the time I ate that it was not my favorite and actually in regards to food um, when I first came to Mexico I really struggled for I would say like a month or two months but it seemed like forever that I just did not appreciate Mexican food I didn't understand why they had to have salsa with everything. The tortillas seemed funny to me, which I guess I'm just used to flour tortillas instead of corn. Um, and different other things about their food. And just, I really struggled with that in the beginning. Um, like I said, for a few months. And I mean, eating 
Mexican food three times a day. And then even their meal schedule is different as well at the times that they typically eat. And that was very hard for me to adjust to. Um, And so for my first few months, I really had to be intentional to pray. And that even was hard sometimes because I was just complaining to the Lord how I didn't like the food. Um, And I really had to pray and others prayed for me that I would find one thing that I could like about Mexican food, one dish, you know, and just appreciate it. And when I was out, I would eat things that people gave me, but I would still go back home just kind of discouraged that I didn't enjoy the food and I really do love food. Um, I know that's a great connector with people. And so it was a hard thing to overcome, but, um, after a few months, God was gracious. And I mean, since then, I feel like I love the vast majority of Mexican food, um, even here further out away from the big cities where sometimes it's hard Um, that you don't have maybe as flavorful and you definitely can't escape the Mexican food as easy because you're going into people's homes. You don't get to choose the restaurant that you go to. You're going into someone's house and you eat what they give you and you know that what they're giving you is something that they themselves could have fed for their whole family or used to feed their whole family. And so you want to be grateful for it. And so the Lord just really changed my heart. Um, in regards to now, I love most of the food here. I do have one quick funny story. Um, uh, this, t- her talking about, uh, Olivia talking about when she was, when she first came, um, we were in a big city in language school at the same time. And we were, our my language teacher invited us to her wedding and we got to go to it. You remember? We went to her wedding, and uh, it's actually the wedding reception that we were a part of, and um, lots of people, loud music, lots of lots of fun for people happening going on, and uh, lots of food. And um, anyway, their custom is to they have the, have these buckets, and and they you get to take home food um, in these. There's just a bucket like what you would wash your car with, but like a little a sand smaller. pail at the beach. Yeah, like, like a sand pail, yeah, sand pail bucket about that size. And, and we didn't, I didn't know this. I hadn't experienced this yet. I did not know about the buckets. Um, and so she comes out with this bucket of the food and we were like, oh, okay. We're trying to think how we're going to bring this. It was filled to the brim and it's like a, a broth, a soupy, you know, thing and, um, sauce and in scolding hot liquid. (laughs) Yeah. She, uh, she had to hold it in the car. Um, but it was funny. Um, but we got home and we noticed it had chicken in it. We noticed we had the chicken head actually inside the bucket. Not just the chicken head. I thought it was its wing and we pulled out this huge carcass. <laughs> All the bones were intact together. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. we discovered it was the chicken head <laughs> attached to the rest of the chicken carcass body that was floating in the broth. But that was probably done on purpose because it is an honor to receive such a part of the chicken. <laughs> it was so funny. I dropped that so fast. Sauce splattered out yeah. and I screamed. It was, it, yeah, that was hilarious. We were in the kitchen and or, anyway, yeah, we have pictures. But um, it, it was one of those, it was all, it was dark brown sauce. And we were trying to figure out, what, what is this? And then we could see the top of the head and we we're like, whoa, at the same time. But um but yeah, th- that was just an example of um, of how with the hard, the the highs and the lows, the good and the bad, you, you just 
you have to laugh if you can laugh it's a lot better um and uh and, and that's one reason why being you know having somebody else to go through it with you you can you can do that with them easier than when you're when you're alone um so yeah god is gracious in all of these things including food that's awesome and i mean i'm sure that each of us um has many more stories to share in regards to food um but this is just a glimpse into what life looks like for us and um and our team and um, if you guys ever have questions about other stories or if you want to see pictures of the chicken that came out of the soup broth you can um, just shoot us an email or comment below and um, we can always share more stories. So thank you guys so much for listening today and we will see you next time.